재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Good morning and welcome to the bookend on TBS EFM 101.3 in the heart of Seoul, GFN 98.7 in Gwangju and 93.7 in Yeosu. It's Sunday, January 10th, 2016 and I'm your host, Jamie Chang. At the top of our show today, we have Helen Cho bringing us the latest from the world of books, followed by this week's roundtable on the Hemingway classic, The Old Man and the Sea, with panelists David Tezard and Patrick Arts. On today's first chapter, I'll read from Jung Hyun's Trunk, or In the Trunk. I'll be back after David Benoit and Russ Freeman singing Club Havana.
Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator slash interpreter. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. So, what news do you want to share with our listeners today? Well, I have something very different actually today. There are some very exciting fiction-based productions in Seoul this month that I'd like to introduce to our listeners. Mm, that's kind of a change from our usual diet. Can you tell us what inspired you to venture in that direction? Well, one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to watch more plays, you know, oh, to do okay. more cultural things. I mean, mm-hmm. I used to be such an avid theatre goer, like, you mm-hmm. know, if there was a play that I wanted to see, I would get off work on a weekday mm-hmm. in Samsungdong and mm-hmm. travel like an hour and a half all the way up to Tehangla to so watch it. So far away. I know. It's very far away, especially after work. But in this past few months, I've been so busy that I've missed so many great productions. Mm. So this year, I'm going to draw up um, a cultural calendar oh, so that I don't okay. miss all these great productions and plays that I want to go and see. Mm -hmm. So what is first on your list of plays to see? The first one on my list is The Curious Instant of the Dog in the Nighttime. Mm -hmm. It's a bit of a mouthful both in English and Korean. (laughs) And it's a play adapted by Simon Stevens from the novel of the same name by Mark Haddon. We've actually talked about the novel a couple of months ago here on the bookend during um, Roundtable. But please remind us about the original work. What's the story about? The story takes place in 1998 in and around the town of Swindon in England. Mm -hmm. And our narrator is a 15-year-old boy um, named Christopher. And he's a very special boy. He um, is mildly autistic. Mm -hmm. And he also has some um, issues that he has to deal with in his relationships with his parents. And he has a very special school mentor as well. Mm -hmm. And as I recall, the story actually began with a rather um, grisly incident Can you tell us about that? Um, well, one evening, Christopher um, discovers the slain body of his neighbor's dog, Wellington, mm-hmm. and on the neighbor's front lawn, mm-hmm. and he sets out to find the murderer, and he um, decides to chronicle his investigation as part of his school assignment, and his investigation and recorded in the book as is something that we have as readers in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big, big twist toward the end, right? And later, um, Christopher uncovers a series of letters addressed to him from his supposedly dead mother. So he runs into some shocking revelations and eventually his father breaks down in tears and admits mm-hmm. to using deception. Mm-hmm. And he then has to make a series of brave and you know, life-changing decisions that really um, alters the course of his life. And all this time, he has to, of course, cope with and overcome the social fears and limitations of his autistic condition. Mm-hmm. Have you actually read the book by any chance? A very, very long time ago when okay. it first came out. Uh-huh. Did you like the book? The book was really good. I'm really looking forward to watching it actually on the stage because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a big fan of film adaptations when it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, mm-hmm. um, fiction actually transforming into different genres. But I really right. like stage adaptations. Oh, I can't, okay. What's, I can't, what's the difference for you? I don't know. I think I can't really finger on it and say this is what the difference is between stage and mm-hmm. cinema adaptations. But mm-hmm. I think the characters somehow come more alive on the right, stage. Right, Because they're right in front of you. They're right before your eyes. Right, <laughs> right, right. Anyway, the story certainly sounds like it should work really well on the stage. Can you tell us about the book's theatre adaptation? So the book's um, stage adaptation first came out in 2012 in the UK. It was directed by Marion Elliott and it premiered at the National Theatre in London. Mm-hmm. And the play reworked the source material by changing its voice and presenting the story as a play within a play. Oh, that's interesting. 
Um, it sounds like a very clever way too to deal with the chapter where we go inside Christopher's head. Do you remember the the structure? There's the plot, and then there's um, sort of like Christopher's chapters, right, where he talks about something else that's sort of related, right? And so, how did the play do in London? Well, during its premiere run in London's West End, the play tied a record for winning the most Olivia Awards, seven of them, in fact, including oh my Best, goodness. best <laughs> New Play uh-huh. at the 2013 ceremony. So the play has received a generally warm reception in I'll the English-speaking, yeah. <laughs> um, English-speaking world. So most critics agree that you know the point of view of the young protagonist and the compassion of his schoolmaster are really well conveyed on the stage. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time this play is being performed in Korea? It is indeed. And what's more special is that this is the first international version of the play. Oh, and what okay. I mean by that, this is the first foreign language um, production, so known English mm. state adaptation of the mm-hmm. book of the play. Mm-hmm. And the run will continue until the 6th of February in Shinsadong, that's in the south of Seoul. Mm-hmm. And the producer, Mr. Kim Suro, himself a very famous actor in Korea, mm-hmm. has singled it out as the best play he's ever seen. Mm, he actually okay. saw it first in the, in the UK and mm-hmm. he really liked it so much that he put so much time and effort into bringing it into, you know, over to Korea. Mm-hmm. Isn't he the guy who's doing the theatre project? It's like mm-hmm. a series of... That's him, right? Yes, Kim yes, Suro yes. Project. Yes, yes, yes. And the cast includes um, pop idol, pop star Yawuk from the popular boy band Super Junior mm-hmm. and two um, super talented young actors, Yoon Namu and Jeon Sung-woo. They mm-hmm. are the two of the brightest rising stars of Korean um, theatre. And I've seen them both in different productions mm-hmm. and I'm really intrigued to see you know, how they compare, actually, because they mm. have, they're both really, really good but have very different charms, very mm-hmm. different skills, they mm-hmm. different kinds of presence on the stage. So uh-huh. if you have time and you know money, then it'd be quite interesting to compare different Christophers. Mm-hmm. Now I really feel like going to see this play with you. You're talking it up so much. It sounds yes. very, very interesting. So what's the next uh, fiction-based play on your list? The next one on my list and my calendar is the play called um, Kiss of the Spider Woman or Komi Yoine Kiss mm-hmm. um, directed by Moon Samhwa. And it's based on the uh, 1976 novel by Argentine writer Manuel Puig. And it's considered Puig's most successful work to date. Mm-hmm. And um, the book depicts the daily conversations between two cellmates in, um, in an Argentine prison, Molina and Valentin, and how they come to really um, form an intimate bond between, um, between themselves. Mm-hmm. And the story takes in the space of a month between September and October in 1975. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about Molina and Valentin? And Molina is an effeminate gay window dresser and he is in jail for corruption of a minor. Mm-hmm. And um, Valentin is a political prisoner who's part of a revolutionary group trying to overthrow the government. So right. at this point, you might wonder how they ended up in the same cell because mm-hmm. you know, the two men on the surface seem so different. They seem worlds apart, you know. Right. And But then although they are uh, seemingly opposites in every way, they do form an intimate bond in their cell and their relationship changes both of them in profound ways they never expected. Mm-hmm. And what's really different and what's really um, special about this novel, um, the original novel, is that there is no traditional narrative voice. So it's missing one of the primary features of fiction. Mm. And it's written in large part as dialogue without any indication as to who is speaking. Mm. 
Mm. So all you have is, um, you know, dashes here and there to show a change of speaker. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it was written more or less like a play without stage directions to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very clever way, very ingenious way to get the reader involved as well. Right, right. Because you really can't sit back and listen to the dialogue. You have to really uh-huh. get involved. Uh-huh. You have and to imagine the tone as mm-hmm. well. Right, and right. also you have to think about who's speaking when. Mm-hmm. And um, there are some significant portions of stream of consciousness, consciousness writing in this mm-hmm. book. So what is not written as dialogue or stream of consciousness is written as Metafictional government documentation. Oh wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the conversations between the characters, and um, when they're not focused on them, you know what's going on right there and and then, um, are recountings of films that Molina had seen, and mm-hmm. they act as a form of escape from their environment, from their prison cell. Mm-hmm. So, FYI for our listeners, details to these productions are on our website. Please visit the bookend homepage via tbscfm.soul.kr. What is next on your must-see production of the year? Well, 2016 marks the 400th anniversary of Shakespeare's death. Mm-hmm. My and goodness, that's a long time ago. <laughs> and there's a fantastic lineup of um, Shakespeare plays coming up. And the first one that I'd like to recommend is The Winter's Tale of Kyoliagi. Mm-hmm. That's staged at the National Theatre of Korea from today. It opens today Ooh, okay. to Sunday, the 24th of January. Mm-hmm. So um, one of these, the Winter's Tale is one of Shakespeare's late plays. So it's a really good example of um, the, you know, the playwright's theatrical imagination in right. its full maturity, mm-hmm. and it just packs so much in. Like it's a tale of jealousy, betrayal, revenge. Mm-hmm. There's also, you know, you get to have an insight into the essence of love and forgiveness and reconciliation. Right. And who is the director for this production? The director is um, Robert Alfoldi, and um, he was the artistic director of the Hungarian National Theatre until 2013. Mm-hmm. He's best known for his innovative contemporization of classics with an emphasis on critical remarks about contemporary society. So it'd be very interesting to see what he has to say about our own images of Korean society. So Alfoldi is working with a Korean cast, mm-hmm. right? I actually saw the poster for this production in the Taeyangno area and looked really, really interesting. It's not very far from where you are right now, so we can yes. always <laughs> <laughs> hop on the subway yes. and go see the production. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Helen, for coming in today, and we will see you again next Sunday. Okay, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.